Hello and welcome back to Fandom 101. I'm your host Eric and welcome back to part 3 of my 10 part Lantern Corps series. Today we are going to start with the Sinestro Corps. Now for those who don't know these are your Yellow Lanterns and that completes at least well a third of the Lanterns. Because if you go by original Blackest Night story arc, there's at least nine cores to deal with. Three, 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 that's nine. So we have completed the first third with this episode. So, why don't we dive on in to the Yellow Lanterns, powered by fear. Let's begin with their oath. In blackest day, in brightest night, beware your fears may end to light. Let those who try to stop what's right burn like my power, Sinestro's might. Honestly, it's pretty self-explanatory what powers them here. If you're a fan of the series, you already know the difference between the green and the yellow lanterns. Sinestro Corps being powered by fear. And let's just jump into powered by to get that clear and out there. Uh, they are powered by fear. The ability, they have the ability to cause great fear and instill it in others. It's the yellow light of fear. That's it. But let's go in here and piece by piece talk about it. Blackest day in brightest night, as opposed to, say, like the original Green Lantern in brightest day in blackest night. No evil shall escape my sight. Let those who worship evil's might beware my power, Green Lantern light. And you have the Sinestro Corps, which, or the Yellow Lanterns, which, in blackest day, in brightest night, beware your fears made into light. Let those who try to stop what's right burn like my power, Sinestro's might. This is just, you can see that they're clear opposites of each other, and it's because yellow, the yellow light of fear can actually block will. Fear, or will is what makes you act. Fear is what stops you. So you can see that they, they may have thought this out when they did the color spectrum. And I mean, it's kind of self-explanatory. The whole, you know, the whole old term, like, what are you, yellow? And it's referring to you being a coward, a chicken. The color is literally associated with the, you know, with the emotion of fear. And plus, yellow kind of makes, if you look at it, it can kind of make some people anxious. It's why some people say don't make a yellow room or anything. Which, honestly, who even knows at this point? Just people like different colors. You, you can't honestly go by that anymore. And that is their oath. And let's talk about what powers them real quick. Because I know I've discussed this. I already mentioned this. Let's say I said get it out of the way. 
let's go ahead and dive in a little bit. They are powered by fear. They have the ability to cause great fear. And that's not just when they have the rings. Literally, all the members have caused great fear in the universe beforehand. Literally, and I will mention this further, some notable members, like the Scarecrow, one of Batman's villains, known for his fear gas. Yes, he has been a member of the Sinestro Corps. So, uh, literally, so he was able to use the yellow light of terror. Is, is this blowing no one else's mind? The fact that he got a ring. Basically, the ring projects your imagination into reality based on how well you control that set of motion. So, giving someone like him a power based on imagination is utterly terrifying and ups the fear level that he could cause. He doesn't even need his gas at that point. Or whatever the venom that he uses. Depending on which version you watch, read, or listen to. So. Alright, moving on to their origin. Alright, so here's their origin. Basically, we talked about the members being able to instill great fear. We even mentioned Scarecrow in the last section. Uh, basically, the the core is comprised of the worst monsters in creation, all from over the universe. They are some of the worst of the worst. Criminals, murderers from all over. And they are filled with a hunger to hurt and cause great fear. These are the recruits Sinestro is looking for. Oh, we should really talk about Sinestro here. Uh, at this point, Sinestro had fallen from grace. Basically, a whole Lucifer story. I get it. Yeah, one of those. So anyway, he, for those who don't know and just listening in, Sinestro used to be a Green Lantern. I believe Sector of... Let's see, 2813 is Tomar Ray, 2814 is Milky Way, and that's where most of our human Green Lanterns come from. Uh, I just know he was a neighbor, sort of. He was a friend to Abin Sir, who gave, whose original ring went to Hal Jordan. Anyway, uh, Sinestro became a Green Lantern after uh, the Green Lantern. He was an archaeologist on his planet, and uh, during an event where the Green Lantern would have died, he sent his ring and it found Sinestro, and turns out he left the, that Green Lantern there, he took up, he finished the job, just left that Green Lantern to die without his ring, the ring chose him now, he basically took over his entire sector to instill order, and this is why the Guardians banished him, they didn't like that, that he took, you know, he was, he was basically a beat cop who became a tyrant. Basically, his own homeworld government basically worked for him. People feared him. So that's why he was banished, and he was banished to the antimatter universe. Why does this matter? Well, let's just say he ran into someone who came to sponsor his own core. The Anti Monitor. 
For those who know DC lore, you know all about him. But for those who don't, I give a check to Green Lantern the Animated Series. Uh, just watch the whole thing. Trust me, it's worth it. Or just go with um, the CW Infinite uh, Crisis on Infinite Earths. It's not very well done there, but the Anti-Monitor is referenced a lot, and he does a lot. Picture, if you're a Marvel fan, basically he's somewhat like Galactus. You know, he basically devours. That's his plan. And he, he became a sponsor to the Corps, and even a member for a time, as a sentinel of fear. But anyway, uh, when Sinestro was banished to the antimatter universe, there was a planet there called Quard. Kind of sounds like coward. Maybe that's how it's pronounced, but Quard is what it sounds like. And it's home to these kind of weaponers. If you watch Green Lantern First Light, it mentions them that they created a yellow power ring that Sinestro wanted them to. However, in the comics, he actually forced them to make it, harnessing that yellow power of fear. And with that power ring, he became the first Yellow Lantern. And uh, here's a little thing about the rings. When a ring chooses you, you are then teleported or transported to Kwarr in the Antimatter universe for reconditioning. That's right, almost like brainwashing. So basically, you would work for Sinestro. Sinestro's the only one who is pretty much a free thinker, I think, in the core. Don't get me wrong, the Sinestro core, they do whatever they want for the most part, but they do have an ultimate goal, and I will get to this later. So that's their origin, and uh, while we're here, might as well talk about their powers and abilities. They can basically do everything a Green Lantern can do. Everything. With one exception. I'll bring this up in a minute. But let's talk about their other abilities. They can fly through space. Easy. They have a life support system that covers them. Uh, energy projection, constructs, and of course, force fields. They can actually, and here's the part I was referring to, they can drain energy from a Green Lantern to charge up. Literally, for the most part, to charge up, all they gotta do is a fight, fight a Green Lantern. They can steal the energy. Heck, for all they want, if they want to kill a Green Lantern, all they have to do is just stay close enough to drain the ring without them even knowing it, and all of a sudden the Green Lantern loses the Green Lantern power ring loses power. The Lantern without a life support system dies in space. That's simple, but that's no fun for most Sinestro Corps members, so they're actually more than likely gonna pick a fight. Now, they do have this unique ability called psychological intuition. It's an innate understanding of the fears and phobias of others. And we've seen Sinestro use this many a time. And I think this is how they know how to use their abilities against this, what they to make a construct that you truly are afraid of, thus giving them far more power. And as I said before, this is, uh, they have a base. Uh, well, I didn't mention this as their base, but I mentioned the planet. Their base of operation is Quard. Much like how the Red Lanterns have Ismalt, the Orange Lanterns 
have Okara. This one is Quark. And let's bring in notable members. We're going through this one really quick. There's there's not much. I mean, it's pretty self-explanatory for the Sinestro Corps. And they're not exactly my favorite core. I'm not going to lie. But they are worth mentioning. They are extremely, extremely fun to read about and see them interact with other lanterns. Just because you see all the different races and species out in space and that the DC Universe has come up with. And that most of them, most in the Sinatra Core are literal monsters. Not like raging beasts. Not like the Red Lanterns. No, these guys think. They're calculating. Picture Freddy Krueger on steroids. That'd be one. Actually, I saw someone actually made a figure, a custom Sinestro Core figure, and it was Freddy Krueger. Had the knife blades on his hand, and of course the burned face off, and everything. It's like, okay, that's terrifying to know that this exists now. And actually, I think uh, if you're talking like possible members for the Core, obviously. I would suggest Freddy Krueger and as many of the other slashers. There's, they could just work, you know. They, they, Freddy loves the fear, so he would actually probably be a good member. Okay, but let's talk about notable members, some actual members that have existed in the comics and whatnot. Uh, Scarecrow from Batman, and actually later in the episode, I'm going to have some, a treat for you guys. Uh, but I'll get into that. Scarecrow, a.k.a. Jonathan Crane. Dr. Jonathan Crane, you could say. From the Batman series. Actually was chosen in Blackest Night. Now, beforehand, a prelude to Blackest Night, the ring that was going to choose him got interrupted. And they kept it away from him for a good reason. But they needed his help during the whole Black Lantern invasion. And lo and behold, it's just... They let him have it. Pardon me. Now, other than Scarecrow, you got the Anti-Monitor. Mentioned him. Amon Sir. This is actually Abin Sir's son. Abin Sir is one of the more famous Green Lanterns for the simple fact that he was the Lantern of two, Sector 2814. Basically, our sector. Until his untimely death at the hands of Atrocitus. And the ring, when he crash-landed on Earth, went to Hal Jordan. Speaking of, Hal Jordan. He's been a member of almost every single core. Kyle Rayner, as well. Superboy Prime. Now, this is a different alternate Superboy. Alright? Just to make that clear. Cyborg Superman, also known as Hank Henshaw. He's been a member. Mongol. One of Superman's greatest enemies. Well, not greatest, but basically the guy who commands the war world. Yeah, like, he needed this extra... And so far, that's noble members. Oh, I forgot to mention this fact. This one's a fun fact. Batman has been a member more than once. He needed to do that in order to defend... I'm, I'm, I'm unclear on the comic because I believe Super, Superman also wore a yellow ring in this case to help. And actually, a yellow lantern ring actually gives him more power because it's yellow light, and the yellow light from our sun gives him his ordinary, you know, 
superpowers right now. So imagine when he actually can produce the light that gives him more power. But anyway, uh, the second time Batman was going to be chosen, it's because he also wielded a green ring that the ring start and his own willpower started to overpower the ring because it was going to take him to Ward and he wasn't going to let that happen. So the ring literally decided this isn't worth it. You know, this guy's been in contact with another, you know, with a green powering. Let's just get out of here, choose another, you know, wearer and we'll be fine. So that's what happened. Basically, Batman literally fought off the AI of a power which chooses its wearer. So, wow. Alright, up next, I'm going to have a little treat for you guys from the Injustice 2 game. So as you can clearly hear from the game, well, atrocities, well, rage and fear don't always go well together. And, uh, now I'm not sure I mentioned this earlier, but I should have, atrocities hates the Sinestro Corps. You heard where he said he'll make his entire core burn. It's because the Red Lanterns are vengeful. They want to right wrongs with murder and whatnot. Because let's face it, some people do deserve it in their in their in their mind setting. So Sinestro recruiting all these criminals and whatnot into his service, it's just a reason to burn the entire core. So the Red Lanterns especially hate the Sinestro Corps. Atrocitus may have them going up against the Green Lanterns a lot just because of what happened with his history with the Green Lantern or with the predecessors of the Green Lantern Corps, the Manhunters and the Guardians. And he's justified in that to to a point. But rage doesn't solve anything, neither does fear. Which brings us to weaknesses and the secret of the core. Now, their weakness, the only weakness I've been able to find in this entire history of the Sinestro Corps is that their power can be drained by the blue power ring. So, it doesn't only affect the orange, the, you know, the red. It also affects the yellow lantern. The blue lantern ring, the blue light of hope, can distill fear, can interrupt rage, and can quell your grief. So it basically takes care of most of the negative parts of the spectrum. So let's talk about that. Blue is basically one of the more powerful lantern 
Force. So why did the Guardians not harness hope first? That's just, you know, where it's at. So bringing on to the secret of the core. Now, you remember I said that they are, the members are, once the ring is on them, are transported to Kawar for reconditioning. This is so they will follow Sinestro's command. Because the or, the whole point of the core is to bring order to the universe. Literally, Sinestro started it because he felt the Guardians did not go far enough. He was a tyrant, but he brought order to his sector of space by being so. So he, that is what he views as right, to stop crime. To basically rule over everything will stop crime. And if you're and using the power of fear, the more people that are afraid of you, the more people will bow and not act against you. Clearly, history doesn't always work this way. American Revolution should have been they should have been scared of the British Empire, and yeah, some were. But history shows that offense my British friends, this is just a point in history that shows that fear does not always stop people from acting. But that's the secret of the core. Literally, Sinestro felt the Guardians didn't go far enough, and this is what eventually led to his banishment, and then he started his own core to try and replace them. The entire Green Lantern Corps. He even sought out members of the core, Hal Jordan being one of them. And he became a Green Lantern again, only with, you know, his inspiration coming from Hal Jordan. It was the whole fight with Crona uh, and the affected Guardians with the Lantern entities. Oh, which we should really talk about the entity known as Parallax. I should have added that section, but I don't believe I did. Alright, now I will add this in just because... This. I, I gotta go back and talk about the other two just because the Butcher Entity of the Red Lantern Corps is the first being to literally feel this level of rage to kill in revenge for vengeance and that's what defined the Corps this would later define all members usually Ophidian the snake. Oh, I should mention the, the butcher is a bull and it's red. It looks like a construct more or less, so yeah. Um, and then there's Ophidian, the snake. This is the Orange Lantern Corps entity. It was the first being to eat more than it needed. Basically, when it wasn't hungry, it still ate, showing greed for the first time. It's the first being to feel greed. So basically all these lantern entities which we will mention here are the first beings to feel that set emotion. Now on to Bency of Fear. Parallax. Parallax looks insect-like with a few minor differences. So literally it could be a number of things from reptilian, amphibian, whatever. But it is said that it is the first entity to 
or the first being to ever run for its life. You know, afraid of being eaten, which I'm thinking it might have been the first thing eaten by Ophidian that it didn't eat. So, two for one, I suppose. Anyway, I'd like to end this with some possibilities of membership. Now, some good crossovers. Obviously, there are so many I'd like to see become a Yellow Lantern. I mean, obviously, Scarecrow becoming a permanent member might actually add a little bit of challenge to Batman's repertoire. You know? Marvel Universe... Oh, don't get me started on the Marvel Universe. There's a few that could honestly fit. Apocalypse, Wolverine, Sabretooth. list goes on. Star Wars, I dare say Darth Vader would fit into either Red Lantern or the Yellow Lanterns. He just fits as either. But these are just some ideas I came up with, and it's just one of the last things. And I hope you all enjoyed the podcast as much as I enjoyed making it. I'm sorry this one came out a little bit late. Uh, I was really busy. So I'm looking forward to really getting onto the Green Lanterns. There is so much to put in the Green Lanterns. That's probably going to be my longest one. And I'm going to try and keep it as condensed as I can to the plot points. So look for that when you can. This one's going to be airing tonight on June 30th. So thank you all for listening and have a pleasant night, day, or whenever you listen to this. Just have a pleasant everything.